You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to OK Sis Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OK Sis, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics, such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Hello and welcome back to OK Sis Podcast. My name is Mads. Didn't even tell me you hit record there and that just hit me like a wave of energy. Hi Mads, I am Scout, your sister, and this is the podcast where we chat about all sorts of unhinged things, all sorts of pop culture, mental health, business, personal development, but you guys already know that because you're the sisterhood. Okay, you're the sisterhood, but let's say say we have a new new sister. Whoa. A new sister coming into the mix. What an honor. Hello, what an honor. Mazel tov to us. Seriously. Mazel tov to them too. Mazel tov to you. You're fucking in the sisterhood. Welcome. Mazel tov to all of us. Um, let's let's uh, revisit our brand pillars. Oh, okay. Here we go. Number one, sisterhood. Mm-hmm. Number two, mental health. Number three, pop culture. Number four, female entrepreneurship. That's it. We only have four. You're only supposed to have four as per Jessica Zweig's B book. Okay, Scout? Uh Yes. You're only supposed to have four. Other ones would dilute the brand. You're right. You're right. The brand. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It is only four. I'm picturing the diagram that she has in her book. And you're correct. So 
everything we speak and say will probably fall into one of those four categories. If you like those four categories, you'll like us. Welcome. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. I'm bombarded by the... <laughs> The advertisement by the brand summary, summarization. It's just been a hot minute. We have to remind people of like where we stand, what our brand ethos is, like what we care about and value. And that's, you know, that's what we are, we stand for. And everybody get ready because Mads and I are in the same room together, which really rarely happens. Actually, we've only seen each other a couple of times in the last six months, which is absolutely fucking insane. So it's also a good testament to our audio quality because. Well, we figured out how to do it. We We figured out how to do it. We figured that shit out. We figured that shit out. Remember? We're smart. Remember? first week of quarantine we were fucked when it came to the audio we couldn't figure it out it was the most confusing thing as if remote podcast recording was like not a thing i know it was was... a thing it was a thing before quarantine yeah remember i remember before quarantine we wouldn't do remote recordings because we used to like remember we used to put the microphone up to the phone (laughs) that was on on the computer speaker oh god that was okay we were noobs but now now we are uh we are seasoned podcasters we are on the podcast nation network and sisters We have two major announcements. Do not <gasps> skip through this. This is going to very severely pertain to you. Oh, I wouldn't severely. say severely. Wow. I would just say impactfully in, in a sure. really an expansive and an exciting way. I didn't mean to use such a harsh word. Okay. So Mads and I have been doing OKSIS Pod for three and a half years, I and know. we have decided to switch it up a little bit. So uh, we know that you have been listening to us solo for you know the majority of the episodes. We bring on um, amazing guests about half the time but we have really decided to try a new structure out. So mm-hmm. for the next couple months, we're going to experiment, see how it goes, let us know how you feel. We are going to be theming our months mm-hmm. and bringing on guest experts within that theme. So for example, April is coming up next week. Our first theme month is going to be around spiritual readings. So we have an astrologer coming in to give me and Mads an astrology reading. We have a human design reading and we have an intuitive coach giving us an intuitive reading. And so with that, we're kind of concentrating that type of content for April. And then in May, we're going to have one all around finances, money mindset, budgeting, money mindfulness, money mindfulness, etc. And then that's all we've planned out. You know, it's like two months ahead, but expect maybe a sexual wellness month. Oh, hoo, 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 hoo. I also want to do a creator month. I want to do like a TikTok heavy one. Um, if you guys have suggestions, be sure to submit them into our Geneva Community Center. You can find that in the show notes. Um, that's like where our community hub gets. Others, if you have any suggestions or like certain guests that you want to see on OKSIS and then we can kind of uh, organize the month around that person. Yeah. You know, we're super open, but we wanted to get a little, you know, we're all about the structure here. LOL, JK. Uh, I'm it's, all about it's the structure. More, it's more of three and a half years of Maddie begging for structure. Yes. And, and you so want to know what? I gave it to you and you're still to fucking complaining today. You're still you're still nitpicking my structure. Yeah. That I yeah. finally delivered. You know what? You haven't it's even never- delivered it. I delivered it. Okay, well, the structure is going to continue on. And, yeah, so we're going to theme the months. I think I'm really excited for this. It's gonna We're going to breathe some new life into the podcast. And I feel like it's going to be very tangible resources, yes, ways resources. for you guys to take things and implement them into your own life. But we also know that with resource episodes, with theming months, that means a little bit of a decrease in solo unhinged episodes. So Mads and I have decided, drum, drum roll, roll, please. <laughs> Oh my god! You oh all, okay, oh that's shit! A nice, oh my god! That is a nice oh, bowl. Oh my god! That's dad's. Okay, that's sorry, like a glass sorry. bowl. Sorry, sorry. Um, we are going to be la- we're, we're, we're launching a Patreon. Patreon, motherfuckers! 
Okay. It's been, okay. Literally, like, how many years has it been that we've... Oh, oh no. The dogs. No, they the dogs can't. You can't hear... The, okay, the, the bulls, the dogs. You can't sorry, hear the sorry, dogs sorry. in the mics. Okay. Um, We are finally joining Patreon, okay? It has been three and a half years of this podcast, and we are finally becoming official podcasters and getting a Patreon to give... To deliver you premium additional exclusive bonus additional yummy f- like uh, value packed episodes mm-hmm. a month yes so this is what's going to happen in the patreon we have one tier what's that tiktok sound i got one vibe one look i got two looks and that's it and that's it homeless boy and a strip and a stripper yeah so and a we, hooker we actually just have one look <laughs> homeless boy okay <laughs> we're not there we're not there well that is that's accurate um so the first tier we're one, the only tier that we are currently offering maybe if it, if we feel compelled we'll add in a little monthly zoom meeting let us know but yeah. for now we have only one tier and for five dollars a month you get two extra bonus episodes solo of me and mads we're probably going to use those two episodes to talk more about our personal lives, maybe bring on our dad, maybe our partners, kind of get into the Mads and Scout world a little bit more. So if you love our unhinged soul episodes, join the Patreon to get those. It'll be the first and the third Thursday of every month that those will come out. And then since we're going to be doing these resource episodes on our Patreon every Monday, you will also get a mini recap. So for example... Next week, we will have on our intuitive, we're doing an intuitive coach healing session. After that, Mads and I are going to record a mini episode about our reactions to the information, what we're taking with us, etc. So not only will you receive two bonus episodes every month, you'll also receive mini recap episodes about the resource main episodes how do you talk about the difference like a main episode and a patreon yeah, we episode need, we need to figure out what is maybe patreons will be like sessions sessions so or like little 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 uh listening snippets hmm, okay i don't know so you'll we get need five to rebrand to, it yeah we gotta rebrand it so you will get five to six new pieces of bonus content over at patreon for five bucks a month you can go to patreon.com slash podcast to sign up and we of course will leave it in the show notes yeah we'll leave it in the geneva community Maybe, maybe you'll see a vlog on there. Oh, shit. Maybe you'll see a little vlog. Oh, oh you, you know, know, I did buy a nice you camera. Know. You've seen it. Yes. Yeah. We're, we're leveling up over here. Left and right. Leveling up. So yeah. if you sisters want more from me and Mads, you know where to find us for that bonus episode content on Patreon. Fan-fucking-tastic. All right. Let's get into our current fixation. Okay. So my current fixation is an Instagram account. <gasps> wow. It is good news underscore movement. Okay. And it is basically. Sounds great. It's phenomenal. <laughs> it's an Instagram account that basically serves you good news that's oh, happening yes. around the world. Okay. We like that. We either, they either repost a reel that's like a mother and a son reuniting after a couple years or, you know, someone surprising their grandma at their party or someone buying a homeless person food and then sitting with them and eating it like oh, wow. there's just it's so heartwarming it's it's the account that makes you cry in a good way like every mm-hmm. time I watch a reel on good news movement I just tear up because I think in today's world it's enough with all of the negativity and it's, it's enough. enough with it's all enough. the the tragedy that's happened and those things are really real real and we get to really acknowledge how good humanity really is and this Instagram account just highlights how good humanity is one of my friends and I were talking over dinner and she's like oh 
first thing I do in the morning because I just can't handle the world and the pandemic and this. And like, it's just a lot. She says the first thing she does is go to Good News Movement in the morning mm-hmm. and watch one of their reels because I think we do need to be reminded that love is a lot more prevalent than fear and tragedy and, and evilness and all of those things. Love runs so much more rampant than we think it does because we're not being served content that is surrounded by those incredible love-filled, humanity-filled moments. And so good news underscore movement, a must follow. Wow. Okay. I'm definitely going to be following that. That sounds fantastic. I'm a, I've, I've posted about this in the Geneva before. I I struggle with news consumption. Um, what do you mean? I don't do it. <laughs> I know, and it's but it's it's hard because I want to be an informed citizen of the world. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you. Okay, How well, okay? Like ninety five percent of that informedness that I know, you need to it's be just d- literally fucks you and does not help the world in any way so okay well so yeah i've posted about this in geneva i was like how do people consume news without just literally feeling like shit like i can't listen to the daily i'm sorry i know everyone a lot of people who listen to this listen to the daily and really love it i i don't know something about it just still gets me really sad and again like the sadness is okay like there's obviously things we need to be informed about it's fucked up that they don't put in the good stuff exactly come on guys exactly so I, I think I'm just going to commit myself to like reading the skim because they do a really good way of the, their tone of voice. Uh, obviously, they're respectful with the news, but their tone of voice inserts some humor into delivering the news. And um, yeah, so I've struggled with that a lot. So and I'm going to also that. because we're on social media, there's no way that you're not going to know about something extremely important. Right. Exactly. So when I see something extremely po- important. I go and I research it if it feels like I need to know about it because people are reposting it, you know, like all everything that's going on, whatever. Um, So in my opinion, like I'll know what I need to know about the main things Mm -hmm. and then I can choose whether or not I get to go and research it and feel a certain level of informed that makes me feel like a person in the world. Speaking of news, um, we need to... State a correction from our last episode. We spoke at nauseum about Kylie Jenner's baby wolf. And then the literal second we dropped that episode, she decided to post on Instagram and say, I think she did that it. Baby I think she did it because of our no episode. Longer. Like 100%. I think she heard our 100%. episode and she thought, Ooh, she was like, oh actually, shit, I, like that doesn't sound good. No, 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 no. I think she listened to it and was like, oh wait, fuck, like I didn't tell the world that like it wasn't yeah, wolf. And like, now, okay, sis, and now I yeah, it. like I like need to make sure they know. Like, oh, oh so sorry, Kylie, we didn't ask you first. We didn't ask you first. I'm, uh, you know, so I just want to backtrack. Uh, we all, uh, we got, I got so many DMs of of that story. People sending me that story, and I'm like, we are aware. The baby's name is no longer Wolf. So I still love that name. We don't know the new baby. We don't know the new baby name. I don't think she Wait, has a name yet. I'll bet you in six months time, a bunch of new fucking babies named Wolf. Uh, oh, because you think like they already named them? Well, no, because or, no, because now that Kylie Jenner isn't using it, it's not oh, Kylie sure. Jenner's name, but she's she's implemented it into the baby name Zeitgeist. Oh. And she is a tastemaker and an influencer. So people, that she is. So people are going to be like, oh, yes. You know, like no one okay. can name their kids Stormy, but now we can name them Wolf. Yes. Do you see uh, what I mean? I see it. I, I enjoy that name a lot. So I'm excited to see what the name is. I'm sure it'll be equally as cute. Mm-hmm. Okay. My current fixation. Sisters, you know that I am a romance novel fiend. It's part of my brand pillars. If you ever wanted to know my brand pillars, I'll say them right now. Camber slash female entrepreneurship. OKSIS okay, slash female entrepreneurship 
and natural wine and romance novels. Oh, sweatsuits also. Sweatsuit enthusiasts. Those are like my my core personality traits. I don't really exist outside of any of that. Mine are female entrepreneurship, i.e. Scouts Agency and OKSIS podcast. Oh, sure. I should have grouped that in one. There we go. The second one is mental health because I live with a mental illness. Do you do you ever? Yeah. It's not great. You ever. Actually, I think it's great. I think it's good. It is. You've learned a lot from it. Thank you. The third one is podcasting specifically. Okay, sure. And then just because it's a part of my career now. And then the fourth one is spirituality. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Okay, great. Um, And all black outfits. Yeah. Yeah. Except you're wearing like all white right now. Well, you know, if I don't wear black, it's a neutral situation. But I'm just going to go on the record and say that you can't really claim that you wear all black because I've literally never seen you in black in the last couple of years. Okay. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You're always in blue jeans and a white t-shirt. What are you? Are you? Okay. What are you smoking? (laughs) I, you know that I hate t-shirts. I'm not a t-shirt gal. I just mean a white top. Okay, a, wa- a white sweater, a sweatshirt. I'm just saying, you you dabble in the neutral palette a lot more than I do. 100%. 100%. Okay. Uh, but I know the hierarchy. I just want to let here. everyone know that I'm not a jeans and t- white t-shirt gal. Like, I wish I was. Yeah, but you wear like those, those um when it's under the shoulder, what's it called? What? And it's like this, and it has like a little flowy thing here, but your shoulder's showing, you know, and it's flowy. That, okay, I literally wore that one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I post one one off-the-shoulder white top and Scout's like, you never wear a black. No, I think you got a couple of those. All right. Anyways. Okay. Let's get in. Wait. What's your current fixation? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, no, I interrupted we went, you. We I apologize. A, we went on a tangent. Oh, so... um. Okay. Well, it's kind of twofold. One, mm-hmm. you know, um, just something about me. I want to I want to get your, uh, your pulse on this. Do you ever get black spots? In your eye, like you see black spots. Okay, are you talking? I need to go to the doctor. Wait, are you talking? You're seeing black spots around the room, or are you talking when you look in the mirror, you see a black spot in your no, eye? No, no, no. Looking when I when I look out, and there are black spots. Yeah. So I have a lot of things that I don't openly talk about okay. because I think you would not believe me. And um, <laughs> I have twenty four seven aura. It's called aura. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. 
Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Whoa, what's so that? It's I need I'm I'm get, I got a not an ophthalmologist, an ophthalmologist office. Mm. <laughs> Sounds good. Do you see like an little, eye surgery? Like little black dots? Okay, so it popped up about a month ago where when I'm reading and when sometimes when I'm looking on the computer there is this black spot that comes in this corner in the left bottom corner and I can't read anymore because mm. I, it, it literally distracts me from it. It's really, yeah. really tough. I don't yeah. know what to do. So, so I'm going to the doctor. You either have a illness. Oh, I mean, we, that's probably, that's very no, possible. Like a, like a serious one. That's very possible. Or it would explain a lot. Or, um, or you have a, a form of migraines and headaches. Nope. So it's the illness. So, so, but but you can have eye straining that doesn't necessarily. Oh, doesn't feel like a doesn't headache. Doesn't feel like a headache. Okay. So I don't have a headache right now. But you see but black I, spots. No, I see squiggly lines <gasps> everywhere, and then I see light shadows of everything, like all the time. Oh my god, we're so fucked up. Okay, so I need to go to the doctor because this has never happened because, to me. But it makes sense if you're reading and if you're on the computer, you're straining your eye. Right, but why is this never happened to me? Is this your I read... fixation? The black dot? No, this is. 
just something I want to share and um, get your opinion on. Um, yeah, you got to go see an eye doctor. We got to go see the doctor. Okay, so um, Ben told me that it's like a vitamin deficiency or something like I, or stress, it, which is very possible. I think it's straining and stress. Okay, great. Love that for me. You um, probably just need certain types of glasses or something. Sure. Great. Um, anyways, so I haven't been reading a lot, so I'm really sorry for, for everyone. I, I haven't been posting that much on the ticketed talk in regards to reading. I have amped up the content, the volume of the content on TikTok. That's reading, another perfect station. Are you reading on your iPad? We're reading physical books um, so I that I don't look at admit, screens. God, I hate this so much. Okay. I got Controversy. Malibu Rising from Taylor Jenkins oh, Reid no. on my iPad because oh, no. I just wanted to read it in that moment. I didn't want to Amazon it. And you just read faster on the fucking iPad and Kindle. I know, we've talked about this. It's so we've annoying, though. I don't I want to admit it. I know, I know. We really, we really oscillate between the physical and the because you the want e the physical. But I literally read ten pages of the physical in one sitting. On the iPad, I read sixty pages on a brisk Sunday morning. Oh. We love that brisk. I'm like almost Sunday. halfway through Malibu Rising, and I feel like I haven't even Wait, been reading it. What are your thoughts? Oh, I like it so oh, far. Oh, good. I mean, I mean everything. I uh, I would never speak ill of TJR. I mean, we need to release the essay that you sent her. <laughs> we need to Wait, release. That's it. a great idea for the Patreon. No, <laughs> we'll put it on the Patreon. No, I thought we should put it on Reels and tag every and have everyone tag a TJR. live reading. A live reading. No, just put it up there. A, and a dramatic everyone, reading. Everyone DMs it to TJR. How do you put up an 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 email on reels what are you talking about you'll you'll put the photo and like I'll, a green and screen the green screen with oh. the face <laughs> and Wait, then everyone you'd be like okay, okay everybody needs to spam the fuck out of tjr because i it can sisters, be done like this essay that i wrote TJR. Okay. Wait, hey. no first of all no we need to gatekeep a little bit of this content we're putting it in the patreon first. okay first okay. exclusive access to the <laughs> It's the DJR essay. Just say that I spent all night crying about Daisy the Six, and I woke up and Daisy I wrote, the Six, <laughs> Daisy and the Six, and I woke up and I wrote TJR, the author Taylor Jenkins Reid. Yeah, the sisterhood knows. essay and her assistant. Her assistant, answered. her assistant was like, "You're uh, a fucking." No, her lunatic. assistant's like, she's not taking interviews right now, and I was like, "That's I, a nice way of get the fuck out of I'm my like, inbox." You're not even gonna comment on my writing, like, not even a comment <laughs> on how beautiful my prose is in this email. Oh my god, it was the fu- it was the best. Okay, we'll post that ever. to Patreon. Oh, we should also post the several emails you the the email <laughs> thread you have with Bill Hader's assistant <laughs> because it's just dude. It's my comical. email game is a plus. I mean, you're you're a follow up gal if there is ever one. Oh yeah, built my whole career on following yep. up. Yep. All right. Anyways, so back to my current fixation. <laughs> Jesus, this is the type of content you can expect Thanks. in the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, the unhingedness. Okay. Um, I just have some romance novel recommendations for you. I uh, posted a TikTok being like, I'm in a rut. I need some help. Um, I hate book ruts. It's really, really difficult. It's a hard time for me. And I got a lot of recommendations. So um, the first one that was overwhelmingly recommended was the Bergman Brothers series. There, I think there was like five books. Uh, so I, I purchased that. And then also The Worst Best Man by Mia Sosa. So I will be reading those and reporting back, but I just wanted to sprinkle in some romance novel recommendations for anyone who listens to OKSIS for those recs. What's your current fixation? The current fixation is getting back into romance novels and those two books. Okay. Just for Alyssa, our intern who's listening back and didn't catch that, that is the current fixation. Okay. 
I mean, I didn't catch it, so okay. there's no way she was going to catch it. Okay, great. All right, so for this episode, I thought that it would be a splendid idea for me to ask Scout questions from the We're Not Really Strangers card deck. So if you're not familiar, We're, we're, not, we're not Really Strangers Good job. is a fan-fucking-tastic Instagram account as well to follow. She... I'm sure you've seen it. They do incredible content with a lot of like mental health, self-care, going deep type of questions and posing questions in that way. And um, we should get the founder on the pod, side Mm -hmm. note. And if anyone wants to, everyone should subscribe to their email newsletter. It's not even an email newsletter. It's literally one word, one sentence emails that she like sends to her email news, quote unquote, like subscribers. And they like, pierced me in the soul every she's like she's like what did, what did you do da, da, da. and then it like it's i don't know how to describe i don't want that i don't want that do. wait wait i'm saying wait wait i'm gonna do I don't want to wake up and have an email that's like, what the fuck no, did you no, no, do? No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, I'm not. I'm not saying it right. Hold on. Do my words. Okay. Pierce All right. Here we go. Soul. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> oh. Okay. Here's one. You're not going to like this, but dot, dot, dot. Instead of getting mad at everyone else, think of the part that you play. What's your role in it? Think hard on this besties. Okay. That was really, that was hard. Okay. You're, uh, You'll know if this email is for you. That's the subject, okay? You're going to you're going to literally open that, right? Look at what it is. Stop fucking your ex. <laughs> No, it's funny. Okay. She has incredible shit like that. That's so incredible. I, I just highlight your ex. <laughs> Truly, like, that's a PSA for all, for everyone. Oh, wait, look at this one. Is anyone else having a super anxious day? That's the subject line. This is the body text. Have you taken a deep breath yet? Okay, inhale. One, two, three. Now exhale. One, two, three. You are bigger than what is making you anxious. Aww. Just incredible little tidbits like that. So I thought that we would um, ask Scout. And I, I should you know, probably shorten my content because I deliver similar messages. Yeah, yours are pretty long. Um, Do you read like, my look newsletter? At this. Look at this. Hello, this is your bestie speaking. That's the subject line. This is the body. Don't text them back. <laughs> like, she is just great. It's That is the email newsletter. That's pretty I good. I think you need to shorten. <laughs> I can't. You can shorten it to this. It's not my vibe. It's not my vibe. I'm not going to send an email that says don't fuck your ex, although that is words to fucking live by probably. Those are incredible like, have, words like, to live by. Anytime anyone fucks their ex, never a good never, situation. Never a good situation. Don't fuck your ex. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I compiled some questions and here we go. I'll, I'll jump in a, a, a little bit, but everyone knows that Scout is the wise sister of us. So I think that she will have such much more profound answers. Okay. What have you tolerated from people in the past that you no longer have space for? Oh, oh so you don't want advice. You want me to sh- share my shadows. and Sure, but I think you have really great learnings that people can, that I can also learn okay, by. Okay, read that right, one more time. <clears throat> what have you tolerated from people in the past that you no longer have space for? Opinions about the big decisions in my life yes opinions about the the bigger riskier things um I pretty much act regardless but when I do something big like buy a house or open an office or hire someone before the clients are there or something that has me on the line I know I'm gonna do it but Mm -hmm. I feel as if I need someone to tell me that it's okay and to do it anyways Mm -hmm. 
And they never give you that because they're looking out for you and they're afraid. And so they tell you, they give you the safe answer, but that's never what you really deserve. And that's never, you should never live your life by the safe answer. But when you are at the precipice of taking a big leap, the ones that you love are going to try to keep you from not taking that leap because they don't want to see you in discomfort or fail. Mm. And so sometimes you have to take a leap without opinions. Like, yeah. So, wh- so when did that shift? When, when, when were you, t- when were you a victim to that? And then when did you say, fuck you outside opinions? I'm going to choose what my gut is telling me. When I realized that I couldn't make big life decisions without our dad's approval, because mm-hmm. I felt as if, if he didn't approve of a big move, then if it went wrong, he wouldn't be there to catch me if I fell. Which is so not true. And if he, but also if you, if you go a layer deeper, you know, if he said, yeah, I think you should do that. And it failed. I thought I could go to him and say, look, Mm. it failed to help me pick up the pieces. Sure. And so that was a subconscious layer of protection. And it was also a subconscious layer of me not taking responsibility over my own life and knowing that if it fails, I can, I can handle it anyways. Yeah. And so I stopped asking his opinion, not because I don't value his opinion and not because he's not an excellent uh, source. Giver. Yeah. Or an excellent source of emotional support for me. But because it has nothing to do with his opinions. It was more I was outsourcing my complete responsibility Mm -hmm. um, and not believing that I could really catch myself if, if I fell. And so now I make big decisions with the confidence that I can pick up the pieces. It's because you realize that you can do hard things and you've been okay in the past if you were to fail. So therefore that gave you, but it was also that I realized that I was outsourcing my security. So what a, what a use of the word outsourcing. Yeah. I I was outsourcing my security. So I don't ask people. You now you, you like, I have a friend who I call on business decisions and I'll ask her about something, my friend Whitney of Get Super, and she'll sometimes she'll disagree with me and say I shouldn't do that. But then she'll be like, wait a minute, what conversation are we having here? Like, do you want my opinion or do you want to fucking do this? Because if you want to fucking do this, like, go all out, girl. Like, do that. Do that exact sure. thing. You, you know, so. Yeah. Also, normalize asking your friends what, what type of yeah. advice they want. This Tink, Tink says this a lot. And you actually said this. I'm going to say I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that you've been saying this before Tinks did. I'm just going to say that. But normalize asking a friend what how what support they need Mm -hmm. in that moment, Mm -hmm. because it does it's you're not a mind reader. And also whether you want to admit it or not, when you're going to a certain friend, you're looking for a certain type of response or or a thing. Do you want advice? Do you want someone to just confirm your feelings? Do you want them to give the opinion? Do you want them, you know, so you want the reality check. It's like, you want to just vent, vent, like literally asking your friend, Hey, what, what, do you what do you want right now? Like, are you here just to vent right now? We're talking shit or you want me to give some valid advice and it's going to look different. And that way you can tailor the the proper support. Mm-hmm. I love that. OK, mm-hmm. next one. What is one truth you've recently come to terms with? Um, <laughs> um what <laughs> it's like it's a. Uh, I don't really know how to say it without giving, I suppose, a fuller picture. But one 
whoa, what the fuck was that? Someone just sounded like they jumped on our dad's roof, dude. I think it was just a slam door. Um, That I'm young. I'm young. Mm-hmm. My youth, I'm not a it's kid. It's gone. I'm not a kid. Yeah, you're no longer a teenager not going just, through not her just bot a, mitzvah. Not just a teenager. Like, I'm no longer the 23 a or 24 adult. year old who can go out all night and be carefree and make decisions that aren't like in their highest good for the next day. And mm. I, I won't even eat a heavy meal at lunch anymore because I want to feel good because I'll go into a food coma. Like. Mm. I am very much settling into the fact and it's it's difficult and it's beautiful because this phase comes with so much so much stability and fulfillment and strength and I love that and I totally had a meltdown when I saw that Olivia Rodrigo turned 19 because <laughs> like I, I wanted know, what the fuck I'll, I'll be honest. You know Evan Chamberlain is not even 21. I can't. I wanted, I was done with my 20s and I was so excited to enter my 30s. I was like, 20s are fucking terrible. Sure. And now that I'm out of them, I have yeah, a little bit a- of jealousy because mm-hmm. I feel as if your 20s are truly your last opportunity. And obviously everyone gets here earlier. If you have more responsibility earlier in life, it changes. But um, I think having a mortgage and having a business where I support five women's full-time salaries. It's real shit. And I support me and my husband while he gets his PhD. Like, and I'm just can't go out past like, I want to, I want to have dinner at six. But you never did that before. But like, remember your birthday, remember your birthday like three years ago, like I fucking blacked out. Like I took an L that night. You know what I mean? Like I took an L. I can't, I'm not, am I ever going to do that again? Probably not. Well, we went to the friend. Yeah, and, and I was like, night out. yeah, and, and that was like once a year. Yeah, but we don't need to black out for you to like still have a. I'm life. just saying, I don't want to black out, but it's, it's like <laughs> I don't want to black out. I don't want to black out, but when I went to your birthday, I wasn't. There was nothing. Yeah, like there was I wasn't, no responsibility was, that you were like, oh, like I'm letting someone down if I black out in this or moment. It's just I wasn't thinking like pace yourself so you feel good and make sure, sure. you drink water and eat and like I wasn't thinking about being responsible. I was just fucking uh, having. I was just going out. You know what I mean? Okay, uh, sure. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. I think I I think you are in a I'm like gluten free, dairy free. I mean, I don't think these are bad things. I know they're I, not. They're not. I yeah. because without them, we know who I am, and it's not right. great. Not great. At it's all. It's romanticizing that the grass is greener on the other side for two seconds, and it's just it's. I'm yeah. I'm grieving. I think I'm grieving well, being a kid. I'm yeah. not a kid anymore. I mean, sometimes self care and being a responsible adult is not. Yeah, it's not sexy. It's not fun. I remember watching this TikTok of this girl that was like, I had one of the most like informative, amazing years of my life, but it's not in the ways that you thought. I didn't go out every night. I I had spreadsheets of my budgeting. I Mm -hmm. woke up every day and worked out. I I didn't drink alcohol. Like all these things are not fun that you would think that when she said I had this amazing, fulfilling year, she's like, no, no, no. It was because of all these unsexy, like foundational habits that I set for myself that it then became this amazing year. So I, I see where you're coming from, but I also, I think that, I think you, the position and the time in your life that you're in right now it's the best. is ideal. It's, yeah. it's, it's who I was meant to be. You said that For to me on sure. text message. You're like, this is literally who you were meant to be. And it's okay to look back and realize that you'll never be the 18-year-old going out with your friends and having a day at the beach or at a restaurant and just not caring about other care. responsibilities. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. That's okay. All right. Next. When do you feel most like yourself? Who are you with? What are you doing? I'm working. 
Okay. I'm working or um, I'm journaling. Yeah. Like when I'm connected. So there's two. There's. I should say there's three main areas that I feel most myself. Mm -hmm. One, when I'm really connecting inward into a different realm, more more spending time with my soul versus my ego, connecting to God, meditation, pausing, inner reflection. Those moments are really sacred for me. Two, when I'm in flow at work, Mm -hmm. whether it's on a podcast with you, whether it's in a meeting, whether I make a sale, whether I grow my business, like that's just hands down where I feel the most on fire in life. Mm -hmm. And then three, when I feel extremely connected to my husband in micro beautiful moments. I think those three are when I feel like my highest self. I love that. I think mine are, yeah, when I'm reading and in a flow like state with that, Mm -hmm. two is connecting with women and I say that broadly because it's like whether that's through interviewing on our podcast or connecting with other female entrepreneurs or connecting with the sisterhood on Geneva like community Mm -hmm. type things like all of that feels really nourishing to me and like I'm serving and I'm being like of of service almost and another one is like at a concert like I'm Mm. I fucking thrive at a concert at like a fun time I feel most myself inhibitions lowered Doing doing the thing, dancing yeah. with the like shaking my little tuchus. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, all right. If you could relive an iconic day in our relationship, what would it be? Um, probably Tulum. Jonas Brothers oh, concert yeah. when Roller Coaster came on. Yes, I and was blacked out though. So yeah, you gave me a lap dance, and then um, <laughs> that moment was really special, and then. I don't think like there's not a moment in Tulum that I can think back on. I think it's just the general fact that you right. and I went there together for my birthday, that it was very much a special thing that we did and that we've never taken like a major trip like that together. Yeah, that was uh, That was such an amazing trip. I okay, I, I remember sitting at lunch and we all looked around at each other and we said, does anybody else have any thoughts in their brain right now? Yeah, and we were like <laughs> vacant, like we were just on bliss. We were it like was, in- peaceful bliss it felt like we were in the the clouds in heaven yeah it was insane it was amazing what about like things from our childhood any any iconic moments stand out to you um iconic moments does any come to mind for you i mean i think um driving you to school when i got my license and listening to no air that song sure sure. sitting at the panican and getting chai lattes um i would say also my birthday when we went to malibu where i blacked out again Oh, no But that birthday weekend was so fun. That was so Wow, we I forgot that we rider. did. I mean, I don't forget, but that was really special that you and I just fucking went there. Went there. Yes. I paid for your Nobu. You paid for my Nobu. High I, roller. I, I don't understand where that came from. But yeah, it was very grateful. Um, they didn't let us take the bottle of wine. We bought a bottle of wine, sisters. We drank half of it. And I'm literally like grabbing the bottle to walk out because I paid for it. And they're like, you can't take that. And it was like a, it was an expensive, bottle, expensive of wine. bottle of wine. And also on the way back, we were like still hungry. So we went to get KFC. Like, that's the thing about Nobu Malibu. Just, like, know that no, you're going to... No, it wasn't gonna... KFC. It was, it was... It was KFC. No. It was, like, a... It wasn't Taco Bell. It was... Um... No, no, no. It, it was... was Taco Bell. No, no, no. I know what it was. Jack in the Box. It was Jack in the Box. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you know anything about Nobu Malibu, oh it's God, across the street. We met a porn star. 
We met a porn star on the beach. We we had brought our Coleman chairs. We did a lot oh, in twenty four hours. The Coleman chairs. They still you need to sponsor the pod. Slept in your makeup. I will never I, let you live that down. Well, I was blackout drunk. If you don't remember, oh, wait, also sisters, we don't like blackout all the time. By the I know. Way. I don't know why all these moments are when I was blackout, but um. um what other um, <laughs> I know I'm trying to think of like just I mean obviously since the podcast so many iconic moments like all of our live shows and our that virtual show that we did that was, that's been a year the that's virtual crazy. show uh Coachella which I know that was not a that not was not a high iconic for, for you me. not iconic for you your wedding iconic, my wedding iconic bachelorette party iconic there's always there's been many moments yeah I thought course. you met like in our teenage and childhood years yeah I don't really remember that so I think I tried to push you out of a car once for sure I I think I tried to throw you up against the moving fan Oh. I do remember something of that nature. You and your hair in a fan. <laughs> oh I don't know why I'm having this. I'm, it's coming to me. It's like an mm. intuition. I mean, obviously, the divorce is a major, not iconic. Not but iconic, it was a major, I would say. It was a major moment that we, that I had to take care of you. I was going to say we came together, but we did not. I just no. had to take care of you because you shut down. Yeah. 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 Kinda, you know, we. that's like one thing that we haven't talked about on the podcast. The divorce? And, yeah, and I think it's oh. because it's... It's hard to talk about without divulging everybody else's stories, and I don't want to do that. But you know, I think I was watching. Oh, um, tell our truths. I was watching um, Ted Lasso. Sure. And the moment where him and his wife uh, decide oh, to divorce, yeah. something happened to me, Matt. I was sitting with Adam, and I looked at their faces, and I started. I let out this like primal cry like my, my whole body was shaking and I started crying 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 it reminded you of no and Adam's like what what's wrong and I said I've seen what it looks like on people's faces when a when a marriage ends and like I recognize that that look like it was so sad it was I was like I was and I thought that I you know because I think we've done a lot of work around it yeah but to watch their marriage dissolve and to know I've watched a marriage dissolve was really hard so Good acting on Jason Sudeikis' part. God, I love Jason Sudeikis. Wow. Oh, oh, I do want to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. I guess this will be, this is not a, we're not really strangers question. This is a Mads question. Mm -hmm. So as everyone knows, I said this as my current fixation a couple of episodes ago. I've been loving the Brooke and Connor make a podcast. These two TikTokers that are just so silly. And she broke down this tier system that she has of crushes, of celebrity crushes. Okay. Tier three is like, you want, you, you just like have a crush on them. You, whenever you watch them in a show, whatever, you're just like, oh, so cute. Like love them. Maybe you'll like Google them after da da da. Tier two is like. You're really invested. You can't, you know, you can't really stop thinking about them. Like you, you know, you maybe have Googled YouTube interviews about them, whatever. Tier one is your Tier one <laughs> is like you're literally a stalker okay. and you know everything about this individual. You're on like the subreddits. You're like very involved. I want, I want you to break down your tiers, even though you really don't have any I celebrity crushes. So maybe I'll do this. I mean, um, yeah, like I think I'm just a tier three person. You're a tier three person. Like I watch okay, a movie and I'm like, oh my God, that guy's amazing. Okay, and so then I forget about him 12 hours later. Yeah, you're a tier three girl. Okay, so tier three, what do you got? I mean, I guess the most I've ever gotten to is probably tier two Chris Pratt. Yes, you did. You did. It was hard for me. He was in Jurassic Park. There was right. like a lot of emotions. Right. It was a lot of tying up for me. What about Jeff Goldblum? No. There oh. is no like crush thing about that for oh, me. Oh, he's a tier three for me. That's interesting. Um... <laughs> Who, I mean, I text you sometime, like, who, 
I see. I can't. This is the problem. Like, I don't have these things. Yeah, you don't have these. Okay, let me do mine. Like, I watch a movie and I'm like, oh yeah, that dude. But then like ten hours later, so Jason Sudeikis. And, and I look him up. And I look him up. No, but I wasn't really. I love Jason Sudeikis. What about Pete Davidson? What about Travis Barker? See. No. Who am I obsessed with? Like, like I love them. Like, they're great, but it's not a crush situation not a crush, for me. Not a crush. What about, like, Brad Pitt? Are you, like, that kind of ga- girl? I'm not a Brad Pitt girl. I'm not a Brad Pitt. I am a George Clooney. Okay, I'm, George I'm, Clooney. I'm, like, a tier three George Clooney. Okay. We're getting somewhere. Um, Who else? Okay, let me do mine, please. Maybe okay. it'll spark some inspo. Okay. Just kidding. We have completely different tastes. Tier three, we got Miles Teller. Probably, like, Ben Wyatt. Like... <laughs> Sure, for sure. Me too. Me too. For sure. For sure. Um, like I fucking love. Like I love Ben Wyatt, Andy Samberg. You know what? Like I, so. Okay, so there's guys that, that I'd be like, that's my type. Sure. Andy Samberg and Ben Wyatt. Like put my husband. My husband is both of those together. Okay. Noah Centineo. No. Okay, I I have some more, but then tier two, I just want to say is like John Krasinski because he kind of like teeters. Mm-hmm. And there was one other guy. I get to the tier two when there's a romance that I'm watching where I'm obsessed with it. So like John Krasinski at one point was a tier two to me because I was so obsessed with With Jim, with Jim and Pam together. Sure, sure, sure. Tier one, we all know. Bill Bill Hader, Hader, Timothy Chalamet. I think I think that's like the two. Bill Hader. Bill Hader is supreme. It reigns supreme how many times can we have this conversation like you list the same people and i say i don't know like maybe chris <laughs> I know, but pratt. i just i liked this uh tier system this was a nice nice uh chris format. pratt chris pratt though i will say is an outlier for me because mm-hmm. that is not my typical vibe i know I, it's it because weird. he was in jurassic park i think and mm-hmm. i watched him on parks and rec for so long that once i mean come on you put him on a fucking motorcycle with raptors with yeah. the jurassic park thing like it, it doesn't matter oh, what dude is on there tier three nicholas braun from Succession. Yes, you do. Cousin Greg. And then Nick Jonas. Cousin Greg? <laughs> that guy's not cute. What the fuck are you talking about? The guy that's What the fuck are you talking about? That, like, says I have a job here and he doesn't have a job? What the fuck are you talking about? Nicholas Brody is the hottest guy I've ever seen in my life. Oh. Wow. Okay. That's insane. What about Kendall Roy? 100%. 100%. <laughs> He's tier yeah. one. I love Kendall Roy. <laughs> tier one. Okay, great. All right. Let's move on. Okay. Mm, not that one (laughs) this one one doesn't really make sense this is like a family pack but i'll just say it do you think i guess i'll say it for me do you think i ever snuck out of the house growing up why or why not um no at dad's house because that's very difficult to do because he lives in like the suburbs and you have to like drive you have to drive but definitely at mom's because you guys live in coronado and you could just walk to your friend's houses but you wouldn't need but the thing is you wouldn't need to To sneak sneak out out i would just walk out you just walk out yeah uh, yeah, what so about me? Do you think I've ever snuck out of the house? I don't think so. I think it's just, it goes the same way. I did it Oh, once. actually, you did. You went to Mexico. Okay, I've done it twice. <laughs> you went to Mexico one night no, without our parents knowing. Mexico. I went to LA. <gasps> oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, two times I <laughs> snuck out. You went to LA. I told my parents, all of my parents, we all told that we were sleeping at Naomi's house. Mm-hmm. You know, my BFF Naomi today. Yeah, BFF Nene. We were in high school, and we did not go to Naomi's. It was a Wednesday night. We drove up to L.A. We partied for Han- for Halloween, and then we woke up at 4 a.m. and drove, drove back, back to and San then Diego went Academy. to the San Diego Jewish Academy for school. The other time, I was a freshman, and I was at my friend's house, and her she had friends that went to the public school like next door, oh. and um, we snuck out. 
yeah, we just like snuck out and then we came back at like four in the morning and got in bed. Mm. Yeah. Can't relate. Okay. In what ways are you most like the people who raised you? Oh, that's a good one. That's a great one. Um, I mean, I'm very much like our mother in mannerisms, in the way I move, in the way I talk. We, it's pretty scary. I got her because she's a CEO of a company. I got her on podcast mads Mm -hmm. and I was listening to her on a podcast and she said this one sentence and it's, you know, everyone on the podcast has their thing that they say. It's the fucking same. As what? I forget what it was. What happened? What? Same as what? She said something that I say. (gasps) Like a whole sentence, not just a phrase, like a whole sentence. And it freaked me out. So I'm a lot like my mom in creativity and taste. Mom and I have very similar taste. All black, wearing clothes. She's a little bit more embellished than I am. I'm a little bit more minimalistic than she is. Embellished. She's the only one that can truly shop for me. Sure. And and like I would wear everything. Um, You guys are obsessed with, what is it called? Is it Dig and Bull's hair? There it is. We, um. I go into that store and it feels like, yeah, feels like Kourtney Kardashian. Yeah. Feels like a girl trying to be an emo girl. Okay. Um, so mom and I are very similar in personalities. I think people. Temperament. Temperament. Yeah. And then dad and I, I think are very similar. I think like not aggressive is is the word I'm trying to find. Hustle. Um, yeah. Like in business, I think I get his, um, intensity. Sure. Cause he's really intense in that, in that way. Um, so yeah, I think I get my business intensity. Acumen. From dad, and I think I get my temperament from mom. Yeah. What about you? I'm unfortunately all dad. Uh, You're no, you are you and mom are like <laughs> nothing. Are you adopted? I, like you are not like nothing. mom at all. Nothing. I look I look like both of them equally a little well, bit. Well, you got mom's you've got mom's skin color. Sure. I'm I got, white as a ghost. I got dad's skin color. Yeah, you're like an olive Middle Eastern goddess, and mm-hmm. I'm white and pasty as a ghost. Yeah, and mom's pretty pale. So yeah, my uh, my entire personality is my dad if you like just if you met my dad you'd be like oh right right that I makes know, that's why you guys he clash is like sometimes. we clash so much because we have the same loudness zest for life i would my like way to or say the highway. it my way or the highway a little bit of the anger issues Stubborn. stubbornness yeah, yeah yeah all the all but the life things. of the party life warm, of the party wants to drink all the time entertain wants, yes all the entertain like everything yeah yeah so yeah definitely all all of those things Do you see you see more mom and me right Oh, you were literally I've never asked mom. You. Really? You think so? Tell me why. What do you mean? For all the things I just said, you were Give me specifics. You're much more quiet. You're introverted. You're like a nurturer. You're empathetic. Mm-hmm. You like, you're like the older sister. You're like the mom. Like, you're just, that's who you are. Yeah. I'm just like this fucking nuts nutball <laughs> that our dad is. It's pretty scary. I like, when you see some videos of me or it's scary because I don't look at you and see dad. Right. Right. But people look yeah. at me my whole life and I've been like, Oh my God, I just saw your mom. <gasps> right. Yeah. 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 I don't think people. And also I was joking when I said, unfortunately my dad, it's, it's funny though, because like we just have everything I hate about myself. I see it. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck you for giving me all these. Traits. Well, that's the same with mom. Mom's like a yeah. mentally ill, like sensitive person. <laughs> I used to tell mom all the time. I'd be like, really? Like, you had to give me this shit? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. That's so Like, funny. I'm. she's exhausted like I she's am. She's exhausted. You guys are the most exhausted fucking chronic fatigue, fatigue piece people. We both get headaches. Yeah. Me and dad are, like, energetic. Energizer yeah. bunnies. I used to tell mom all the time, like, fuck off with these physical genes. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. 
Um, I definitely got the nose, though. I got the Jewish nose. Although, according to that reel, people weren't sure. So people, this is the thing. People said that we both have the Jewish I nose. I have a big nose. It just doesn't have that you, h- bump You don't at have the, top. the Roman bump. Yeah, and, and that's And then I recently the saw a reel that, uh, what's her name? Lady Gaga has the Roman nose. Yeah, okay. I know that. I didn't know that. All right. So now I'm liking my nose a little more. Yeah. Good for you. Anyways. Okay. How are we more? Okay. Oh, yeah, I know. Maybe we should. Let me just hold on. Let you know, me see I just which feel ones so are happy better. podcasting with you in person. We are just going to be podcasting all week. And there's just something different when you and I are in the room together. Yeah. Yeah. It's called magic. Oh, yes. It's electric. Okay. It's hold electric. on. I have a really. I, I want to just read through these to make sure which one is the best. Oh, okay. Okay. Thanks for preparing. Um. Well, you know, we really dove deep into all these. These are great. Well, what did you expect me to give you one word answers? I don't know. Maybe. Okay, well, we know what does prioritizing your mental health look like. In yeah, this we chapter. get that. We, we, we fucking get that. know. We, we know. fucking know. Okay? We know. This one's interesting. How do you define family beyond just being related? Get specific. Or we gonna, we might do more of that next week with, yeah, our, that's with our spiritual. Okay, this one's a good one to end. Okay. What small step can you take towards your healing today? One small step I can take towards my healing today and I won't get into it, but I think that think the thing that's coming <laughs> I won't up, get into it. <laughs> well, it's a bigger conversation that we can sure. have at a, another time. Um to befriend shame. To not be Ooh. afraid of shame. Shame is the lowest human emotion one can feel. It's the mm. most uncomfortable. It's the most disgusting thing you can feel. And I have felt a lot of shame in my life and I've pushed it to the side. And well, I am now never never works. Yeah, I'm now uncovering why that shame exists. Mm. And I am one small step that I can take is to confront it. To decharge to to not judge shame and sure. to like take away the charge so that I can feel it and move through it. Amazing. What about As you? As we always say, move through the discomfort. The, sit in the discomfort. You are safe in your emotions. What you reject what you what uh called? what <laughs> fuck i say this all the time what you resist persists yes there it is there it is. what a, you reject i hate like whenever i'm in a mood like earlier like being upset that i'm an adult i was like what you resist persists and it's the most Dude, true thing I in know. the whole fucking world i know what is one small step that i'm going to be taking towards my healing I, honestly it it is very similar so today i listened to oh actually this is a great um little small plug that i forgot to mention last episode you know that I haven't shut the fuck up about my meditation app open that I'm obsessed with. They reached out to us and gave the sisterhood a free month of meditations. Okay. So if you want to try their meditations, since I haven't shut the fuck up about it, uh, you can use OK Sis. Sorry. You, you can, can use <laughs> you can use the code. You can use the code OK Sis. Um, we'll put the link in the show notes as well for you to do. But I, I highly, highly recommend because there's something so magical about these meditations that they do. It feels so different than any other app I've used. Anyways, so so I was listening this morning because I, I don't know, I, again, I kind of had a little shame, a little had a, you know, a little, little something festering up in this, in the heart space, you know, and heart, I, it's called the heart chakra. Oh, I'm going to call it the heart space. Mm, so, okay. and then I was like, okay, let me, let me, let me put on a meditation because usually if I feel this way, I'm like, okay, let me, let me basically re- resist it and do something else. And, um, what's it called? Ignore? No. What? Deny. No. Resist. Like, um, 
stuff down. Sure. That, okay. I don't know what was <laughs> okay. So, um, what is this? What's the word I'm thinking of? It's on the tip of my tongue. Like, um, avoid it, avoid it, avoid, avoid it. it. There we go. Avoid it. And avoid it and try to like do something else to mask the feeling. And I was like, no, 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 Mads. You know that this is not the way. You know that this doesn't work. No. So I put on a medica- med- medication. I put on a meditation that was about Sunday scaries. Mm. And she was basically saying like, you know, Sundays are for rest, relaxation, but also sometimes they can come up with this uh, bit of Sunday scaries because your to-do list is so long or like you're getting prepared for the week and it can feel overwhelming. So she was like, instead of pushing away those feelings, like let's sit in it and not judge what that feels like, but just really be present with a Sunday scary moment. And it helped. Mm. It really relieved. You know, I sat in it. And I just thought like, oh, yeah, like I have all these things to do. I'm in San Diego. I'm off my routine. Like I'm feeling a little overwhelmed about this, this, this. And just even like sitting with that and recognizing it, like just it lowered the intensity. It was a mm-hmm. weird thing because you would think that that would be the opposite. Like it would overwhelm you even more. But confronting it and just being like, hey, whoa, there is a lot of shit going on great it's like the gym walking in the door is the hardest part okay getting there is 50 percent. i say that to myself every time i go into a workout class i'm like i got here that was 50 percent of the job yeah you just show up anyway so that's what that's wow really great tangible tactical tips that we are giving the sisterhood yes because the sisterhood deserves the best they deserve resources I love you guys so much. I know. Okay, sisters. Thank so you for letting us uh, have this platform. Yeah, thank you. These conversations. And we're so excited to expand it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Beautiful stuff. So, sisters, if you like this episode and you don't want these to go away, sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. The first uh, bonus episode will be released a week from today, a week from Monday. Um, but we will definitely post my email to TJR in there so that you can yeah. get that first firsthand. I think that that should be our first. That's going to be the first post. Yeah. And then the uh, mini recap Monday episode will be up next week. And then the following Thursday. So a week from this Thursday of this week will be our first real full bonus episode in Patreon. We love you so fucking much. And uh, we'll see you in Geneva. We'll see you in Patreon. And we'll see you here next week. Love you. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalgleish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life tune in every thursday to i'm not your shrink wherever you listen to podcasts while i'm not your shrink i am still human and i'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together